I swear to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. I mean, it, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We talking about practice. And boom goes the dynamite. Get some facts and go back and see Get some facts and go back and see Don't throw out the salaries on other things. Get oh, some yeah, facts and go back and see They can't stop no please. 25th of the league. And we don't want to get disrespected. This is Weeks and the Pope, the podcast, with Robin Francis and Stephen Weeks. This is the Weeks and the Pope podcast, available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. A look at national level sports from the perspective of two guys that don't always agree with each other. That's all right, because I'm always right anyway. We would like to thank our bar family, Hobson Barley in Union City, for their continued support. Today's episode will feature college basketball, the Super Bowl, NBA, and whatever else we want to get into. So let's get the show started with the Weeks in the Pope podcast. So Super Bowl coverage, I think, has already started, and the pregame will last for about five days. Yeah, it's already started. It started yesterday. No, it started. <laughs> when did it start? Monday, I bet, some of it. Uh, then what was media day? Was that like Tuesday? Uh, I really haven't been keeping up with it. No, no, no. Yeah, it was, it was yesterday. It was Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. So then, of course, well, the, the, the main coverage of everything will start on Sunday morning. And it'll go until kickoff, which is like at five thirty. Okay. Yeah. So, but whatever. Like, yeah. It's just too much. Too much crap. And anything you ever want to know about any of those players and coaches and maybe families? Did you know? Yeah. That the Kelsey brothers were playing in the Super Bowl this week. I heard something about it, and they have a mother. Yeah. This is the first mother to have brothers in the Super Bowl on opposite teams and all that kind of shit. <laughs> so, I mean, it's exciting stuff, but, I, you know, it almost makes you want to just drink heavily until the damn kickoff, and then, but then you pass out before the kickoff. I mean, I'm going to drink anyways. But, you know, but, hey, kickoff is Sunday at 5.30, Arizona. Uh, Glendale, Arizona, actually, is, is where the, uh, the game will take place. Kansas City and Philadelphia. So, the line right now. Philadelphia, one and a half, or uh, one and a half point favorite. So you're basically even in a lot of ways. Yeah. Other than winning by a point, that doesn't. I mean, the half point doesn't get you anywhere at one and a half. No, no, they're they're basically just saying that it's a toss up. It's, it's toss up. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one and a half points is nothing in the NFL. Like, I mean, you can win a cut off. Oh, uh, yeah, you can win a game and. You know, they're, they're just saying it's going to be more than one point. That's all. Um, but over, under. Ooh, let me check that. I didn't look at that because, honestly, I didn't care. <laughs> After going 0-2 last week oh, yeah. or two weeks two ago, ago. Uh, and ruined my perfect bracket, kind of just screwed me up. It did, didn't it? It, and was, it really the, did. The two teams that uh, I didn't want to be there <laughs> are sitting there, so – you know, the Eagles are a very lucky team. I'll say that. They got to go against Daniel Jones and Josh Johnson. <laughs> yeah, who would have thought, you know. I mean, playoffs. you know, they start the game against Purdy, you know. But dude just basically has rotator. Well, not rotator. He tore his UCL. Tore his elbow up. So, he's had Tommy John surgery. Now, he can't pitch for another six year. to eight four months. Year. Four so. year. Uh, over and under is 51. Yeah, okay, well. So, the, the I mean, the script that leaked out, obviously, <laughs> uh, has it at 71 points. Dang. So, you know, if you want to pick the 37 to 34 score, the, the script is out. Uh, you know, Kazarian Foster released that information about a week, week ago. Yeah, he knows so much. That the NFL releases scripts. Um, now, that was a joke. It was all a joke. <laughs> it's <but> – <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was getting text messages from like friends that were like, "What do you think about this?" And 
was, are you serious? Like, do you really think that somebody's going to say the NFL scripted? Yeah. As soon as the ball is kicked off, you think that there is somebody out there saying, all right, you have to go down and you can't. I just thought it was funny because all the memes that came from it. Uh, You know, the one talking about Michael Vick back in the. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Now you're good. And then, you know, the ones, but I love dogs. The ones that are talking about, like, Deshaun Watson. You know, that's, those are pretty good ones. Ray Rice and yeah. all that. But, yeah, no. Um, yeah, so 51 points. Um, hmm. I might go over. I might go over in that. I'm not sure. I, I just can't figure this one out. It, You know, it's, it's Mahomes. He's going to score points usually if Mahomes is healthy. But – I look, mm, man, I, I, really I, I thought know. that his ankle would be a reason why they'd lose against the Bengals. Yeah, no. And, and honestly, his ankle is the reason why they won against the Bengals. He he became more of a pocket passer, and, and he picked him apart on the very last play of the game, right before the or the field goal. He's he takes off for the first time all game. Yeah, gets the he's going to get the first down, and then he gets a late hit, and then they get the fifteen yards in the field goal. So I mean. I, you know, I've I've heard this. I've listened to everything I possibly can about the game. Um, I'm hearing, you know, everything points to the Eagles winning this game. Yeah, I can see that. Which is why I think the Chiefs are going to win. Well, I mean, you just can't, you cannot count out Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, the the only thing that I bring back is that is yeah, the Chiefs have Patrick Mahomes and the Eagles do not. Now the Chiefs are hurt. They've got, I mean, they're getting Clyde Edwards-Alaire back, but I mean they're. Miko Hardman's out. Uh, yep. They their their wide receiving crew is 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 hurt. Like I I don't know who all they have to even play. Uh, well, all they really have to have <laughs> is Travis Kelsey. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, gosh, just the, the the games that that he and and Mahomes are able to have are amazing. The and I you know I hate it. I I don't like seeing it. And, you know, when they started connecting late in that Titans game during the season. It was over. Yeah. It was like, oh, shit. Are you serious? Had, uh, what was it? It was like seven or eight series in a row where the Patrick Mahomes and Chiefs could not do anything offensively. Yeah. Down by nine or something, and then all of a sudden just – Bam. They did This is what they do. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. And that's, that might happen in this game. Uh, it could be a 24-20 game. Uh, and it wouldn't surprise me any that that Kansas City would win a twenty four twenty game. I don't like I don't like that fifty one points. I just feel like that's way too high. I just don't see that happening. Now I could be wrong, but I mean, I just think it's, I think something. I mean, what was it forty four points in the with the with the Chiefs Bengals game? Maybe was it twenty four twenty one? Was it forty five? Wasn't it that? So yeah. it's forty five points, or is it twenty three to twenty? So forty three points. I don't know. Because the Chiefs defense played really well that game. They did. You know. They did. And the reason why they won is because that first quarter. They, mm-hmm. you know, they got six points and then didn't allow the Bengals to do anything. And, you know, the Bengals play, defense played really good and held the Chiefs to those field goals. But, I mean, that's what won them the game because you didn't let Joe Burrow start fast. Yep. Uh, Joe Burrow, like, I thought he outplayed. Outside of that, I thought he outplayed Mahomes. But – it didn't matter. That doesn't matter. That's true. Um, That's true. I mean, you know, it, it didn't in the end. You know, I mean, the, the the touchdown pass or the or the not maybe not the touchdown pass, but it was that pass right there on fourth down where he threw it up to I think T Higgins or yes. not, or it was T Higgins or Jamar Chase. It's one of the two because it doesn't matter. They're both. I think incredible. it was Higgins. And I mean, it was fourth and one or fourth and seven, and they just he just has the faith to just throw it up. And Higgins is taller than anybody else on the so, field. So I mean, just so. I, I mean, Burrow played incredible. I still think he's I think I still think he's the second best quarterback in the league. Um, it was tough to sit watch that guy. Anybody lose that game because it was fun. It was is obviously better than the Eagles game. Oof. That game sucked. Oof. Poor, well, I don't poor 49ers, poor guys. It I just – it, it. I mean, yeah. the Eagles are very fortunate. They, they have are. the worst – or they had the easiest schedule in football and they look like they had the easiest path to the Super Bowl. And that's wild to me because the 49ers, I thought, were the best team in football. I did too. But you lose Brock Purdy. And then their offense went – I mean, full-blown one-dimensional. They, th- they threw one pass mm-hmm. after he got hurt or, well, when he came back into the game because Josh Johnson got a concussion. Yeah. And and the defense, which is vaunted for for San Francisco, then felt that they had to absolutely control the game. So you're taking extra chances and you're getting burned sometimes. And that that happens in those yeah. games. 
I mean, just it was over. Yeah. I mean, what what happens? He goes out, and it was it was over. But they played really well. I mean, I thought the 49ers played really well in that first half, just to even keep it to fourteen points. Mm-hmm. So I like Jalen Hurts. I mean, he does a good job. He gets you those those uh, different runs. He's he's going to be able to scramble, and it may be him that wins the game for the Eagles. I mean, if it look, you know, they have all the weapons. They do. I mean, I mean, they don't have Travis Kelsey, but they have all the weapons. And but I mean Jalen Hurts can win you a game on it with his with his legs. So it's going to be. I really think it's going to be a good game. I don't think we're going to see a, a blowout like we saw with the Giants and Eagles or right. uh, unless unless Patrick Mahomes gets hurt or Jalen Hurts gets hurt. Um, I think it's going to be a close game. Um, I like I said, I think it's it all points to the Eagles winning the game, but that makes me believe that the Chiefs are going to win. <laughs> no, it's just one. The moment you start doubting the Chiefs, and and it'll come back to bite you in the ass because you can't you can't over uh, over or underestimate or overestimate the ability of Mahomes. Just he's changed the game, changed how it's played. He's changed the position in so many ways, and he's he's got teammates who he works with them so much they look for his ability to. Be a magician. Yeah. You know, so. And he did that all with, like, he had a high ankle sprain. That keeps you out for three to six weeks. Yes. He did all of that with a high ankle sprain. That dude's un- unreal. Yeah. And now we're going to have to stop talking about it because I'm, I'm getting, like. <laughs> You're getting upset. I don't, like, I'm not upset. It just makes me feel weird talking good about the Chiefs. <laughs> So I don't, I don't like so, it. So do you have any kind of like anxiety attacks when the State Farm commercials come on? No, I mean, that doesn't bother me because I always <laughs> enjoyed that. I just don't like watching the Chiefs win. And honestly, yeah. I don't really want to see the Eagles win either because I was so <laughs> – I had jumped so far on the Cowboys bandwagon. Uh, but, and I like, tried to talk you off that ledge. Yeah, well. Hey, yeah, I, just, I had to let you get on out there yourself. But, I mean, with that, it came with hating the Eagles. So I had to <laughs> – <laughs> you took on every trait that they have. You have it's, to. You have, you to, have to. So, I, I don't know who I want to win. I don't want either one of them to win. It's the one seed. It's, it's like there was no there was no feel good story for me, except I guess the damn Kelsey brothers. Yeah, I mean, one's I mean, a they're, lineman. Hey, they're great and, characters. Yeah, they are. Uh, they're fun. Like they're fun. They, they've got a good podcast. I like listening to it. Too bad that they won't be able to go each against other. each other. You know. Yeah. yeah so. But, but you know that's that's probably the best thing. You know, one's one's a very very good lineman. The other obviously is going to be a Hall of Fame tight end, and one might be considered one of the greatest ever. Uh, you know, just yeah. the way what well, he's, he's done. Been, he, to me, he is he's going to be the best tight end ever. Yeah, especially in this era. Yeah. Is and and the tight end game is so important. Both teams actually have very good tight ends. So well, he is very good. Yeah. I mean, this, this is a game that can be won or lost possibly by the tight ends. So don't underestimate those type of guys and whether or not the receivers take over or what. Somebody's got, you're, you're right about that, but somebody's got to make on defense, got to make a play. Uh, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, somebody on defense is going to make a play. It's going to, I think it's going to turn the game, change the game, whether that's the Eagles defense or the Chiefs defense. Because uh, those are the ones you're not really expecting right now. Everybody's going to talk about how good off- the offenses are going to be. What's going to win the game is a big defensive play. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Somebody's going to make – you know, somebody's going to sack Mahomes and he'll, he'll fumble or throw an interception or somebody's going to do the same thing to, uh, to Jalen Hurts or he'll fumble on a, you know, on a run. Uh, it'll, it, it's something the big defensive play I think is going to happen. I don't know. It's just that, – that's, that's just what it's leading me to. And right now, I'm thinking the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense are going to be the one that does it. Uh, they, I, I don't know. Like, I, I've really had mixed feelings about this whole Super Bowl. I've not really. <laughs> I know I, it, this. This is going to be one where you know, you, you just really don't give a shit. But it's two 16 <laughs> and three teams. Like they were really clearly are. the two best teams in football all year long. So I mean, it was supposed to be this way. But you, you're kind of sitting there. I, you know, you, you watch the playoffs and you're like, man, maybe we can have like a cool. You know, something else. Like we were thinking Bengals 49ers, which would be two seeds or three seeds or whatever, and, and going at each other. But, uh, yeah, you're right. The one seeds went out. And that is sort of boring in a way, but it is what you what should probably happen when you start lining up the best teams. Yeah, I mean, that's just what it was. I mean, so uh, we got the Chiefs. They're 16 and three, both of them. Um, they are identical in numbers uh, offensively. I mean, I'm, I'm almost yeah. ta- I'm talking about – both have great offensive lines. Uh, it's just very good defensive fronts. 
that's I mean, okay. So there you go. I'm picking the Chiefs to win this game because of their offensive line and the one offensive line that is from Jackson, and that's Trey Smith. So that's that's why I'm picking the Chiefs. Trey is a very good right guard. He does a great job protecting Mahomes. Uh, that run game when they get it going, if somebody gets a run game going, uh oh, yeah. that's that's going to be tough to stop. Yeah, and who's going to run the ball for the Chiefs? You never know. Is it Jarek McKinnon? Is it Isaiah Pacheco? Or will it be uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire? Yeah. Edwards so, three-headed monster. But, I mean, monster. with, <clears throat> with the um, Eagles, it's either going to be it, – I mean, it's Miles Sanders or Kenneth Gainwell. So, we'll, we'll find out who gets the majority of carries. But, I mean, Miles Sanders has been known to go off for mm-hmm. 100 and 120 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, and it's been a while since we had – a Super Bowl with a guy who's getting 150, 175 yards because everybody wants yeah, we, to come out and throw. Yeah, we, and it, I don't think we'll see that either. Yeah. Um, but I, would it surprise me to see uh, Sanders or Gainwell or, or you know, even Pancheco like for 100 yards? No, I wouldn't because yeah. um, something's got to give. And and honestly, the Chiefs' defense are, were, you know, maybe not right now, but they had been known to give up a lot of rushing yards. Yep. yep. Um, did so did Derrick Henry early. And, and just a lot of teams yeah. did it. So, I mean, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I think we're going to see a lot of passing. Um, I, I think, I mean, look, it's going to be a quarterback show. It's Jalen Hurts versus Patrick Mahomes. Well, that is, I guess that is our story. Yeah. It, I mean, it's the, it's the first time two black quarterbacks have ever played in the NFL or in the Super Bowl, which is, which is you know, huge. That's never happened. Yeah. We're, what, we're Super Bowl what, 50? 57. There's 57, 57 Super Bowls Super and we've Bowl. never had – so Two he, black quarterbacks yeah. play each other. That's pretty wild to me. So, yeah, I mean, that's a think, good story. You know, it was like Doug Williams, I think, the first black quarterback to start a game. And that was in the 80s? Was, uh, yes, 80s. They demolished the, uh, the the Broncos. That was one of the uh, big Elway losses. But, yeah, I mean, it, it, and stupid reporters, it was what does it feel like to be a black quarterback? Um, but you know, that's that is just goes to show you it's – really, it's taken too long in a lot of ways and football is it's been evident by football standards for a lot of ways in a lot of things that they just take too long to find the correct way to handle things much like what we're seeing now in the concussion protocol stuff they're really not as pro player as you would think they would be because they did throw uh, Tua back out there and do maybe damaged. Yeah. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, it's sports. They're always kind of behind when it comes to, like, yeah. stuff like that. It's just it's just how, how it is sometimes. But, uh, uh, you know, Patrick, Patrick Holmes changed the quarterback position. Yeah. So, I mean, I think more teams are trying to be like that. And it, what I like about Hurts as well – uh, played for his father. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, you would call him, uh, if he was a basketball player, you'd call him a gym rat because he was always on the field, mm-hmm. always around the game, uh, and, and around somebody who is a brilliant coach. Yeah. And so that, that just, you know, takes – corresponds into the type of player he's become. Yeah. I mean, Jalen Hurts, think about it. You know, there's no reason why anybody would have thought he'd be where he's at right now, especially starting a, a Super Bowl game. Yeah. I mean, after being benched in a national title game – and then transferring to Oklahoma. I mean, I mean, I think he still was a Heisman candidate his senior year at Oklahoma, or at least close to it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, nobody really thought that he was going to – I mean, he even even said it himself. A lot of people didn't want him as the Eagles quarterback. Yeah. And then, you know, it took a year to get for him to adjust because, I mean, he wasn't ready to start, and they threw him out there. And he he adjusted in an offseason and looked – I mean, hell, he might – you know, he has a shot to win the MVP. Uh, and and – you know, I think the absence of, of games for him is going to cost him the MVP. But you're right. He was on track to be the MVP of the NFL this year. Yeah. I mean, the two games, that, that is tough. But, I mean, with the season that Joey Burrow had after they were they went on that run, I mean, mm-hmm. you, it's hard for me not to give that to him. But, I mean, I mean, Jalen, Hur- Jalen Hurts has every, every argument that he can possibly give to say, hey, look what happened when I wasn't in there, too. That's I mean, true. That's that's what that's what the most valuable player is, right? Mm-hmm. They played. They didn't look good at all without him. Oh, that's there's no doubt about that. They did not. And everybody says, well, this 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 Eagle team is so good. You can just throw 
uh, Minshew in there. No, you no, couldn't. No, you couldn't. Obviously not. No. You know? I mean, they, they scored a, they scored a lot of points against the Cowboys, but I mean that's how that game was just set up to go. Right. Um, and if and if Hurts had been in the game, I know they probably would have won. They, they probably, probably would have won yeah, because he gets you first downs and sustains drives. Yeah, I mean with wh- his feet. A guy that can go for fifty to seventy five to possibly a hundred yards rushing a game. So yeah. I mean, he he can change the he can change the game in any way. Maybe I've talked myself into the Eagles winning. <laughs> No, that's the reason. No, that's the reason why I'm I'm going towards the Chiefs because of all of these other reasons. It all points to the Eagles. It really does. Like, it really does. I mean, they were the best. I mean, they were undefeated up until what? They were eleven and zero. I believe so. Twelve and zero, maybe I think because, and, and they lost to Washington in week eleven or week twelve, which made them eleven and one, I think. And you know they were, and then outside of him getting hurt those two weeks. They were dominant, you know, and yep. and look, they can't help what happened in the playoffs. They did their job. They came yep. out and they won. Got the bye and shrugged off any kind of rust and a lot of people thinking, oh, the bye is going to hurt them. Nope. No, they dominated. They dominated uh, every game since then. So, you're right. does point to Eagles, but the two-week layoff, who knows. But it, is, but it was it definitely was a lot tougher for the Chiefs to make to the Super Bowl than it was for Eagles. Yes. I mean, the Jags were Jags were hot, and then the Bengals were a lot of people's favorite to win it or, or at least get to the Super Bowl. And what did they do? They just did their job, and they got there. Um, and they did it with a hurt quarterback. Yeah. Uh, yeah, gutsy effort, without a doubt. So, I mean, I don't know. It's gonna, I think it's going to be a really good game. <laughs> I wish I was more excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. I wish I was too. Uh, so, I mean, I think we can just agree that uh, it might be fun to watch, and and let's hope that. Well, I'm going to place a lot of bets on it. I'll know, tell you that right uh, now. I figured you would. You know, you're going you're going to have parlay after parlay and different little things. I'm going to have at least on. one parlay, but I'm going to try to bet on some color of Gatorades, the coin toss, <laughs> how long the national anthem is. Yeah, I'm going to do all that. Who like, is singing the national? anthem? Uh, do we know? We know, but I don't. Okay. Um, and that would determine in a lot of ways, yes. you know, are they going to go for the extended version? Are they going to go for the highlight? Are they going to go for the Whitney Houston version? Or is it going to be a quick one like uh, dude playing, like Santana playing guitar and, and playing it? Uh, so, who knows? Uh, there are, like, ton of things to bet now. Used to. You had to wait for the Super Bowl to get those, uh, mm-hmm. you know, little bets. Now it's there after. Yeah, Every you can game do it right now. You yeah. can bet it all right now. Like the the color of the Gatorade shower. Uh like <laughs> orange and red and lime green are the favorites right now. So Wow. I'm probably gonna do it. Might as well. It's fun. Yeah. It keeps the game interesting. It so. makes you watch till the end. <laughs> Just to oh, see absolutely. what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like if it's a blowout and you've got all you've got left is what color is this Gatorade? <laughs> When they dump that damn cooler, just imagine. It better be. Imagine you know you bet on that and your team loses. Like you're like you were a Eagles fan and the Eagles lost, but they you had like a hundred dollar bet on Orange Gatorade and the Chiefs <laughs> dump Orange Gatorade and you win six hundred bucks. <laughs> like how crazy would that be? It, it would console you in a little bit in in several ways. It would give you some money and go from there. But if you're betting a hundred dollars on the uh, Gatorade, you have too much money. That is true, but some people do. Yeah. Or they're really drunk and yeah, like, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay, I've been <laughs> I can there. handle that one. I've been there too. <laughs> we still got college basketball, the NBA, and uh, hey, do you want to talk before we uh, move and, on? Do you want to talk about the Titans really quick? And the Titans, we do need to talk about the Titans hiring the OC. Mm. Getting an OC, uh, that's big because it is big. I think it's it's one, and and you mentioned it uh, the other day when it happened. This is one that we thought would be there a couple of years ago before Downing came in and fucked everything up. Yeah, I thought, I thought last year. Um, well, all right. So when they got eliminated from the playoffs last year against the Bengals, I thought that they were going to elevate Tim Kelly to the OC then that yeah. offseason. So that's the guy who I wanted. Um, but this offseason, they had started talking about a scheme change, and I got excited for that. And I was like, ooh, maybe the Titans are going to try to speed it up and everything. And they had a, uh, then interviewed uh, Matt Nagy and then uh, Eric Benami from the Chiefs. And I was like, okay, this is possible for a scheme change. Well, 
they hire Tim Kelly, and that, that means there's no scheme change. Um, More than they likely, might go, no. they might go a little faster. I think they will, but the the scheme change is there is none. It's going to still, but there's still going to be a running team. So let's just hope that he recognizes the situation and is more adapt at fi- figuring out the game situation. Look, you can't be any worse than Todd Downey. No, that's the truth. Uh, so I mean, if he Ugh. just look, if they if they go fix their offensive line, and you know there was a report out that the Titans inquired for the first pick from the Bears, um, so that would mean that they're looking at the quarterback. Um, they've also talked to Ryan Tannehill about uh, staying for his last year of his contract. Uh, I still don't know what, what direction I'd rather have. If uh, if there's a chance for them to go get Bryce Young, that's my answer. Um, and then you can find a way to fix your offensive line uh, through free agency and maybe second-round picks. Yeah. Um, but – Free uh, agency, especially on, on, on the tackles. And, it's tough. And tackles is tough. You can get guards. Yeah. That's the thing is, is if you can find tackles, which are the most important thing when you're protecting your quarterback yeah. and – you know, getting that, that you have one the, tackle though. the the one ta- the only s- the one that's going to stay there is the right tackle, which is the rookie from Ohio State. Right, he's going to be there. Like he's he's going to stay on that on that line. But I don't think any other other one is safe. Maybe the center if Ben Jones decides to come back, if if he doesn't retire, I don't know if he is or not. Um, or I don't know if he sticks around. I don't know if he's. I, I think he's a free agent, or he no 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 he's not a free agent, but he could be cut because the Titans are in salary cap hell. Yeah, Which so that there's a lot to work. Reason, yeah, yes. there's a lot to work on. There's going to be a lot of cuts, by the way. I mean, you know, the Bud Dupree's is at Cunningham's. Um, obviously, Taylor Lewan's getting cut. Uh, there's a possibility that you could see. Um, obviously, uh, I mean, on Derrick Henry's still there. Yeah, there's a possibility. I mean, you you, you give. I think you give Lewan a chance to retire. As, as a Titan, because he's endeared himself to the Nashville area, he yeah. loves the Nashville area. But I don't know. I don't know if he. I don't know if he wants to play anymore. Uh, but if he does, it won't be there. I don't. It, he he's accepted that. Yeah. He's already said that he's accepted that he probably won't be her. He won't be a Titan anymore. But does that mean he'll play football anymore? Because I mean, he's got it made. What he's doing. I mean, he he does his own podcast. He does what he wants. He makes a lot of money. Uh, people like him, you yep. know. Uh, I think he's more liked now than he was when he was playing. I agree. Um, so I don't know if he's, uh, you know, but I I wish the best for him. I don't know, but he's not going to be a Titan. But there's going to be a, it's going to look a lot a lot different mm-hmm. Titan wise because they're like right now thirty four or forty four million dollars <laughs> deep. Um, so that means they've got to cut some people. Bud Dupree is going to be one of them. Yeah, you well, got to make, make some room. And Zach Cunningham will, will also be one of them. But, I mean, both of those guys were hurt. Yeah. So, restructure, we'll restructure deals and go from there. And that's the new general manager. That's his job. So Two months yeah. away from the draft. So, here we go. Yeah, and that's, that's big, too. That is, that is huge. College basketball in just a moment. We'll do NBA as well. It's the Weeks in the Pope podcast. <laughs> College basketball rankings didn't change a lot despite just about everybody in the top five losing the previous week. Purdue stayed number one. Uh, Houston did move up to number two. Bama's at three. We thought maybe Bama might jump and get up there. But uh, Arizona four, Texas five, followed by Tennessee, UCLA, Virginia, Kansas, and Marquette. These will change because Texas already lost. They lost on – Monday to Kansas, and, yeah, to Kansas, and then Marquette lost on Tuesday, so they were number ten. They'll fall back. They lost to UConn, right? They're right. They kind of got blown out. Yeah, it was not a pretty game. So that, those things are probably the most uh, egregious things that people will be looking at in the top ten. One thing I I've looked at: my Cards lost uh, their twenty-first game this the other night by thirty-four points to Pitt. What the fuck, man? Really? Pitt. Now, now, now let's I know Pitt's pretty good. Oh, yeah, they're not, ranked. Good. they're not ranked. They're, but, they're in the man, receiving boat. Come on. How long is this friggin' experiment going to take off? I guess they're letting it go to the end of the season. It must I, be. I guess they're thinking that there's nothing that they can do right now. Well, no, there's nothing. But, you know, even with a poor roster, good coaches are able to get you some wins. Win something. Yeah. Three Instead and 21? Two, is it, three? it is three and 21, yeah. That's horrible. That's the worst team ever. And if you keep him, 
you're going to alienate all these fans that are like, uh-uh. may not have anybody in the um, center. No. And it's it's right now a ghost town every time they play. God, I couldn't imagine that. They're going to have to – they got to make a move at the end of the season. You can't go 3-21. Yeah. I mean – Just can't. It's, I know it's going to cost a lot of money, uh, but – at least you get it on the early end. Maybe you start putting clauses in a contract if you can't win ten games in your first season. Amen. We can void this. Yeah. Like I mean, winning ten games in college basketball is easy. Should be. Other teams do it. <laughs> Not Louisville. I know, but I mean <sighs> that's a normal thing. Like even crappy teams win ten games, man. Nah, I know it. I know it. It's. I've tried to watch some of the games, and uh, uh, gosh, the, they have some talent. There's not – you know, there is some talent on the team, but it's just not being coached, and it's it's really sad. Uh, um, all the people – and this goes to prove a lot of people thought that, that Payne was the one reason that Calipari was winning because he was the recruiter. He was the this. He was the that. No, no, he wasn't. Mm-mm. And I liked Kenny as a player, but obviously not as a coach. So, you Look, know. how is anybody going to say that – Calipari's not winning because Calipari. Yeah. Oh, it's with the ignorant people that doubt everything over there. I mean, Calipari is even even in a down year, which is what I mean, kind of is for Kentucky right now. He's went on this run now, and they actually look good. Yeah, I mean, until the, until getting beat by fifteen last night at, uh, wait, at home got, to Arkansas, they got beat last night. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't. Once again, I was. <laughs> You were concentrating on something else, yeah. You know, and then LeBron, but yeah, uh, LeBron, LeBron was the focus last night when yeah. that game, when our game was over. I was like, okay, let's get home and watch LeBron. Yeah, but um, Arkansas did beat Kentucky at Rupp by fifteen. Okay, so that's a big deal. I didn't realize that Arkansas had been struggling too. Yeah, um, the middle of the pack of the SEC is kind of weird. Uh, they've got teams that could make runs in tournaments, but I, they're they're struggling. Like Arkansas, Kentucky. Uh, you know, Texas A&M is second in the SEC, but they're one of those teams too that it's just weird that that you know they could they could lose five or six games in a row and then win the conference tournament. And that's weird that Texas A&M is second because according to Lenardi, they're one of the first four out of the tournament. Okay, I don't like Lenardi. Um, I follow these bracket <laughs> people all the time. Like I've been following bracket people for a, a while. Yeah. And, you know, in the days of the stat – or, you know, this is the day of the statistics and stuff like that. And they do metrics on these these bracket people. Right. They do, like, uh, success rates and all that. And, look, Lenardi got – Lenardi got famous because he – one year he went 99% on his bracket. 99% True. he had all but one team. And a lot of times, though, when he – well, right now – He's probably not very accurate, but when you're right before the tournament, it's a little bit easier. Yeah, it is. But he is apparently, of like the 150, 160 of these people that do this, he is ranked 88. Huh? So his like accuracy is not very good, especially on these seedings right now. Like I don't like – they, they've, they've moved this thing where head-to-head matchups don't matter anymore. Yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't make any doesn't make sense. That doesn't make any sense to me. Like – uh, now look, Tennessee did not play well. Um, I, I didn't play it well last week. They did get a win against Auburn and held them to forty-one points, which is big, or forty-three points. Um, played like dog shit against Florida. I mean, couldn't score, couldn't do anything. But you know, getting compared to a Kansas and a Texas in the in the seedings, and they're talking about how the other two teams are going to be ranked higher, or possibly higher, because of scheduling and stuff and they don't even look at the head to head where Tennessee beat both of them. Tennessee clearly is better than both of those teams. They've beat them. I, I feel like that's how that should work. If you have if you have a any kind of question, like if, if we're we're deciding a one seed between Tennessee, Texas and Kansas. Right. At the end of the season, if you know these teams keep winning and, and we're deciding those three but who's gonna get the one seed if you they've all played each other, it should go to the guy, the the, the team that's beat them, beat mm-hmm. both like two of those teams. Right. I, so I, it's weird how they've started this whole thing about like head to head matchups don't matter anymore, and that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. Alabama beat Houston. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and Alabama's beat a lot of teams. I mean, they lost they lost to UConn. Yeah. Um, but they're tw- they're sitting there. at – I think twenty-two and two or twenty-two and three, maybe they're undefeated in the SEC. 
they they had the one bad game against um, Oklahoma. Oklahoma on the road, um, where they got to be about 25, 20, yeah. 25 yeah. points, and but they won their last two games. They came out at the next game, won by thirty, and they never moved. I mean, they went from four to three. Yeah, I, 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 but yet right now, number one seeds: uh, Purdue, Alabama, Arizona, Houston. The only one I don't agree yeah. on is Arizona right now. Yeah. But that, but if 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 it's between them and Tennessee, they got to go because they beat Tennessee. Right, right, exactly. Unless you have some some uh, some heinous losses right. in, in between. So I mean, they I did lose that. to Washington State. Right, at exactly. home. And yeah, you can't the, lose the, home games. Yeah, the home games, home game losses. See, I think the Tennessee to loss to Kentucky team. is going to be tough. Like, I think you're you know, right. I think it'll, it'll come back and it'll haunt Tennessee. Yep. Two uh, seeds: uh, UCLA, Kansas, Tennessee, Texas. Mm-hmm. They're, they're those are pretty good ones right there. Yeah. Look, but, the one and two seeds are are close. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're pretty much right. I just the overall one seed is going to be a, a argument. Because I mean, who who is the overall one? Seed? There's not one. It, right it's now. not Purdue to me. No. No. I mean, you lose and and then you you still rank them number one. I don't get that. Right now, if I had to put the overall one seed, and this is right now on February 8th, a Wednesday afternoon, it would be Alabama. They're, they're undefeated in conference play. I agree. Now, they haven't played Tennessee yet. They play them next Tuesday or Wednesday, one of the two. Um, Probably Wednesday. And they play Auburn this weekend. Um, yes. So, I mean, and then they get Auburn again – at home after that. And that's going to be t- – hey, those are the rival games. Um, so, you know, Alabama's – they got to go on the road and win some of these games. They they look they look bad at Mississippi State. But I still – I mean, they've won these games. They yeah. only, the only real egregious loss – Is Oklahoma. Is Oklahoma. Because, I mean, losing to Gonzaga to me is not a bad loss. No. And losing to UConn is not a bad no. loss. Mm-mm. Even though UConn went – lost like six, or six out of seven games. And now they're on their way back up. I mean, they dropped all the way down to like twenty third. Now they're back up to twenty one, and they won last night against Marquette. You know, but also uh, Gonzaga, they got that St. Mary's loss out of the way at St. Mary's because they do not play well there. Nope. And so that's out of the way. Also lost at home to Loyola Marymount. Yeah. How does that happen? It's it's not the dominant Gonzaga teams that but we've said. Also, in this. college basketball is better. It is. I think it is. Uh, we we see how good a coach Coach K was, uh, and recruiter. Wow, you know Duke's falling on very 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 I mean, very hard times. You're getting beat by twenty five points at Miami. Right. Miami is with the dog shit. Out and of Miami's them. good. Look, there's they, no they mistake. Are. They're they're they at the are. top of the standing, or they're actually they're not a part of the. Let's see, Clemson, Pitt, and Virginia are tied at the uh, top of the ACC, and Miami's a half game or a game back. So that those are the four teams that we're That's, talking about a half game between. Still the say ACC. Clemson's living a lie, but. Well, I mean, um, I think Clemson and Pitt are t- both yeah. of them are. I mean, it's for, to me, it's Virginia and Miami. Yeah, but Virginia can't get out of its way sometimes. No, like losing to Virginia yeah. Tech the other night on the road, like you're clearly better than Virginia Tech. How do you lose like that? But the, it's the conference rivalry. basketball. Yeah, the rivalry in conference basketball. Uh, speaking of conference, Tennessee at Vandy. That's that's the night. That's that's a game that you don't want. Oh, you hate going there too. You hate going there, and Tennessee does not play well there. Mm-mm. So that's that's one that you don't want to see. Uh, let's see Tulsa, at Houston. Um, let's see Florida, Bama. Uh, that's tonight. That's tonight. Okay. Thursday, Iowa, Purdue, Arizona, California. That's about all that I saw. Man, my games were Saturday and next Tuesday. I think I agree. Saturday, I had, really good ones. What do you have? I have uh, West Virginia, Texas. Okay. Uh, see how Texas rebounds. Yeah, because uh, not only did they lose to Kansas, they got they lost bad. They don't really play know. well on the road, Mm-mm. to be fair. But uh, hey, which teams are? Yeah, uh, Marquette at Georgetown. When again is the former player experiment going to be over? I know Georgetown's won one ga- one conference game in two years. Right. I you know love Patrick Ewing. But come on! Did did that tournament run that Big Ten or Big East tournament run two years ago? That helped keep really him. keep him for two more years. I, I was really surprised after last year. Mm. Uh, Kentucky at Georgia, who cares? Kansas at Oklahoma, that's always the big rivalry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kansas on the road is a bit scary. 
Yes. You know, will they respond? Alabama, Auburn. I think that's that's the big one for me. Uh, yeah, you I know? got one. I got two more on Saturday. Actually, I might have three more. And Missouri, Tennessee. See, yeah, that. See, if this was at Missouri, uh, I'd be worried, I'd be worried because be worried Missouri is Tennessee. good at home. They're terrible on the road. Uh, but I also have UConn at Creighton. Creighton has moved back into the top 25 after being yep. top five early in the season and then dropping out. Now they're back in the top 25 on a roll. Uh, so UConn and Creighton going to be – look, I still think – they. Were, I thought they were the two best teams in the Big East to start the thing. Um, may end up that way. And it may end up – because, I mean, conference tournaments are coming. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Xavier's still there and Marquette's right behind them in the Big East. I mean, Xavier's 11-2. and two. Yep. Uh, they're, I mean, they're on fire, and I didn't expect them to be that good either. I mean, they got their old coach back, yeah. <laughs> and they're starting to roll a little bit. Familiarity. Uh, and then I think, you know, I think anytime Duke plays at Virginia is a good game. Now, Duke doesn't play well on the road, and Virginia's a very good defensive team. Uh, so, I, mean, I, I think Virginia wins, but that's a game to watch out. You know, everybody, a lot of fans, a lot of people are Duke fans. But yep. uh, that's, a, that's a Saturday game. Then I have uh, Baylor at TCU, two ranked teams. That yeah. should be a good one too. Yeah, it um, should be. And then I have my last one is on Tuesday since we since we, now we may actually record next Tuesday because we may not have a game. Yeah, hopefully um, not. Uh, but Creighton and Providence play Tuesday, and that'll be good. Two two more yeah. ranked teams. So big Monday though. I mean, you do have Miami and North Carolina. I did I did see that, but I think so. I so I've been doing a little digging. I think my or North Carolina has. Uh, a locker room problem. Yep. Uh, apparently, something to do with a player sleeping with another player's girlfriend who also plays oh. on the girls' basketball team at North Carolina. Oh, wow. So uh, Bad stuff. And, you know, so maybe the uh, Armando Baycott return doesn't matter at all. <laughs> it may not. Because <laughs> there's two other players. I'm that not don't passing like, you the ball. There's two players <laughs> that are – Supposed to be one of the best backcourts in basketball, mm. and they don't like each other. Oh wow! Yeah, that that so. rarely works. That rarely works. You got to have cohesive. Love the rumor mill, uh, the oh, college basketball so rumor mill. Like, because I mean, they're they're still kids. I mean, yeah. you're, of course they're, you're going to hear about girlfriends and cheating and stuff like that occasionally. But that's that's the North Carolina uh, T. That's 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 what's going on right now in North wow. Carolina. That's good stuff. College basketball, love it. Love it, love it! Just can't wait for uh, tournament season. We are to get very, here. very close. Yeah, I mean, we're—I mean, the rest of this month, and then the very first weekend of March, and then it's tournament time, and I yeah. cannot wait. That is going to be so much fun. NBA, LeBron, the all-time leading scorer in, score in NBA history, is he the greatest ever to play? And or is there even a way to determine that type of player, given? how different the games have been played since the 50s. Right. All right. So, let's go ahead. and You like to always say it's hard, you don't like to do it because of the errors. errors. That's right. Uh, Jordan was the best of his era. LeBron is the best of his era. I agree. Um, and I, I, I agree with that. Uh, but because I'm – I have got to – I got to see both. You got to see both. Mm-hmm. Um, now I didn't watch NBA near as much as I do now than I did with Jordan, obviously because I was a young kid. Yeah. Um, Jordan is, if not the greatest player of all time, he's number two, right? Like, there's not a. I mean, you you could get away with saying they're they're equal, but they're different players. They're different positions, and and like I said, the 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 games were different. A lot of people say, oh, he wouldn't. Have, LeBron wouldn't have been able to survive in in that physical play. Yes, he would have. Uh, yeah, I think he would he's have. He's the only one. He's one of the only ones that could have yes. uh, handled that. Player like if you if you were to say you know Kevin Durant wouldn't have, I would say yes. Possibly, yeah, possibly. Yes. Because uh, look, but look, LeBron, LeBron adjusts to what is how the style has like the yep. style of the game. If he can get away with. You know, yelling for a foul in the middle of a, like going for a drive, like getting hit and and you know yelling about it, he's gonna do it. If he had to, if he had to play where he was getting beat the hell up, like some of those dudes in the eighties and nineties, then he would have been able to do it. We're talking about a six foot eight, two hundred and forty five man. Yeah, and he is fouled on most every drive that every he takes. Every single time, he and, and but yet can play through it mm-hmm. because he's that strong. Yeah, he complains. So, he complains a lot, but I don't give a shit. He's the best player. He's the best player that I've ever seen. Yeah, I mean, outside, you know, outside, I mean, outside of Jordan, 
Like, I mean, those two are the best players I've ever seen. He's the best athlete I've ever seen in person. LeBron James is going to go down in history in top five at least, maybe even top three in every statistical category known to man. Yes, yes. Maybe rebounds is the one he may not get. Yeah, because when he gets a triple-double, it's usually 10, 11 rebounds, something like that. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know – he ain't he ain't doing joke. Or no, no, and he's not that type of player. No. He's going to be. But I mean, he does get those, triple doubles, and he gets a lot of them. And he's still yeah. getting them at thirty at thirty nine years old. And that's amazing. Years old. And and he wants to be able to play with Bronny, uh, and which is two more years at least. Yeah. So and this record is going to be absolutely shattered, and nobody ever is going to break it. I agree. Now, what I did like, and we told he talked about it the other day. Kareem hit one three pointer. One three pointer, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. That that he did it in that style, uh, and and did Yoan's work obviously with the sky hook and free throws as well, uh, but being the focal focal point uh, in the early days with the Bucks, he was the man. Yeah, and then he comes to the Lakers, and they finally get things going, and he's still the man. Mm-hmm. So that record lasted since 1984. Yeah, think how long that is. It, for me, I, I I just look back and like, oh, that was just a few years ago. Hell no, it wasn't a few years ago. This was 40 years ago. I was negative five. <laughs> You're negative five. You weren't even a thought. I wasn't even a thought. Like that, you know. that's look, that's a that's a ridiculous record. There were that's one of those records that I thought would never be broken. Like, you know, there are records that and, you know we talk about in baseball that are never going to be broken. There's there's records everywhere that are never going to be broken, and that was one of them. I was like, how could anybody catch yeah. that? Even Jordan and Kobe couldn't do that. Carl Malone was up here at second, but like, I thought nobody could. I thought if Kobe mm-hmm. Bryant can't break it, who who shoots all the time, ain't nobody can break it. Exactly. That that's that's been the longevity of Brown, uh, the ability to to stay healthy for the most part. Uh, the last two seasons, he's he's had some nags. Now he takes a, he takes know. a little more rest days. Yes, but he's also thirty eight years old, playing with twenty one and twenty two year old twenty uh, two year old men and dominating them. And dominating them. <laughs> he's still one of the five best players in the league right now. Exactly, thirty eight years old. I, I always laugh when people you know want to cut him down. And I'm like, no, are we, you are you watching? We talked about this at the bar yesterday. Yeah, are you watching what he does? Uh, are you know if if you're some of the people want to cut him down because he does take a stance on social issues a little bit more than than other people, but the social realm is much more prevalent now. Yeah, and also my reply to always my reply to that always is one: if you had a platform, would you not speak your mind like he does? And two, do you not do it anyways because I see you posting on Facebook all the time your stupid opinions. <laughs> right? So true. So so true. So that guy's got a platform. He can speak the yeah. way he wants to. Just because you don't like it, you don't have to like it. Look, sometimes some of the stuff he says I don't agree with. Yeah. But that's fine. That don't change the fact that he's best best basketball player I've ever seen ever seen play. I've got to see his whole career. Because I mean, you know, he he gets drafted in two thousand and three. I think it was. And I'm a fr- I'm a freshman or sophomore in high school, so I've seen it my entire do- uh, my entire life. When he took the Cavs to the finals against the Spurs in his second year, in his second year, that was an amazing feat because those Cavaliers they were, were horrible. Shit. They had nobody with him, dark no shit. one with him, yeah. and he was able to do that. Yeah. Now, now they weren't going to beat the Spurs. No, and the Spurs were in the middle of their their fantastic run, but that he got there. Yeah. That shows the greatness. A lot of people got, you know, a lot of people talked about when he won a championship with the Cavs that it was Kyrie and stuff like that. By I mean, the hell. But I mean, yes, he did. He pass, did hell. He, he passed the. Uh, he, but that's the stat line during that was that he had is the, the, one of the greatest NBA stat, NBA final stat line of anybody ever. Uh, yes, he did. He he he. he but he's a, he's not only a scorer. He, he, he's he a facilitator. He does everything. Yeah. He's he's a great facilitator. So, Bron, so, Bron, yes, he went to Miami and played with with two other great players mm-hmm. and won two out of four. Yeah. We're in the finals every year. So, how is not not great? I know. Well, he had so many losses in the. Look, he got there. He got there. He and took I, the Cavs there again when they sucked ass. They went three years in a row, I think, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, and lost to Golden State. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden, boom, they beat them. Mm-hmm. And, yes, Kyrie helped. Much like 
Pippen helped Jordan. Or just so anybody, any about, any think other about, team. Think about, think about so a lot of these teams that are that have won. Uh, they have out, to have outside help. Of, outside of what, the uh, Toronto Raptors winning with Kawhi. Um, but they wouldn't have won if they did not get Mark Gasol. Yeah, okay, that's fair. He changed everything for that team because then you had to, one, you had to pay attention to him. Yeah. And defensively and rebounding-wise, Gasol was a monster. Yeah, so, I mean, every team that wins these championships, they always have a lot of – 99% of them always have a guy or two that are either an all-star yep. or they're fringe all-stars. It you happens have have almost them. every year. With the Bucks, won it a few years ago. You have the best player in the game right now with Giannis. Yep. You had Chris, or you, yeah, Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. who was an all-star at the time. Uh, you look, their center – uh, Lopez wasn't a super like all star, but he played well. Uh, Bobby Portis played well. Like just they and had the, all the of these. key to winning an NBA title is you have to have that second team during the season and in the playoffs to yeah. give you at least two to three minutes per half. That's the and you know transitioning, but staying on that topic. That's the reason why the a lot you know the local team around here is going to fall. Yeah, yeah, they don't have because the second they don't, team, and and they've got a they've got a mouth problem. Yeah, Dylan yeah. Brooks is a mouth problem. They've got a problem. They've got uh, an issue where they, I think, believe their press in a lot of ways, and right now they've lost. Uh, they, they're two and eight in their last ten. Yeah, they want to be the underdog so bad, but they're not. They're not. They're not. They're a very good team, but I agree. Dylan Brooks needs to go. Triple J needs to go. See, and that's the thing. And Triple J's not going anywhere now. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. Does he change the game in any way? Look, he has 60, has 60 or 70-plus blocks Okay, at home. Like, Yay. I don't care. Uh, let's, let's get some offense. He ain't Ja. No. He, look, he ain't doing what Desmond Bain and, and, and Ja Morant. And see, that's a one-two combination that needs some help down low. Steven Adams is good for rebounds. But he's also hurt. He's also hurt, so you need something else down there, and you need a power forward, and that would have been perfect for for, they for need, the Grizzlies they, they to, need to, to figure trade out those. A, they need to figure out a way to get rid of Dylan Brooks. Yeah, it's Cause, killing because he's killing them. And honestly, I you know, uh, I can't I can't stand him now because of Dylan Brooks. Yeah, he like, he just he, he just runs his mouth too much. Like he is a superstar, and he is nothing. Yeah, he's not. I mean. Uh, it's like I said, believing that hype, and uh, when he, you know, you, you do something to. I, I like Donovan Mitchell. He played for Louisville. Uh, loved watching him there. Followed him ever since he's been with yeah. Utah and now with Cleveland. That was a, just a dirty ass play, uh, and that they suspended Donovan Mitchell for reacting is just ridiculous in in a lot of ways. But and they're always going to do that. Now, yeah, so. but uh, that was a dirty ass play. I, he and uh, Grayson Allen. I think they're dirty ass players, and I have no use for them. I I don't mind you playing hard. Yeah. I don't mind you playing physical, but don't be a dirty ass player. Yeah, look, yeah. So. I, I just look like Dylan Brooks is just ridiculous. Yeah, I just don't like it. Uh, they they finally got a win last night against the Bulls, but I mean, Bulls don't play well at, uh, on the road. Bulls so, haven't played well at all recently. You know, they, so they're just they're horrible on the road. But uh, the one thing that you're able to do if you're the Grizzlies, maybe build on it a little bit, and, and they're—I don't know—they got to make some trades. They so really do. But the, but the problem is, is when the leagues are so close together, where you have where you're separated. I think in the well, in the East, uh, like the 12 seed or 13 seed is only four games back from the four seed. Right. And then you have in the West, you know, the Nuggets are four and a half games above Memphis. And then it's after Memphis, we're talking about like four games between four and 14. I believe so. And the Lakers are, you know, they're says, oh, they're not going to make the, they are right there for the playoffs. Because just come in 10th. Bottom half of the West is not great. Exactly. Come and in 10th, and all you got to do is get in there after that. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you would yeah. have to play the Nuggets in the first round. But, I mean, if you won that play in or, or, or tournament, right. or right. at least finish the eighth, you know, you're, you're going to play the Nuggets. Or I you're take my chances with LeBron and AD if he's healthy. Look, if you're LeBron and AD and you can get in there and get that seventh seed. Oh, yeah. And you get the Memphis Grizzlies. Do you not think that they're happy about that? Oh, exactly. 
So, There's I mean, no doubt. Uh, look, if I'm a Grizzlies fan, you don't want to see LeBron and AD in a, in a first-round matchup. Like, look, yes, the Lakers are struggling, but you don't want to see those guys. Because I don't think the Lakers are done trading people. No. No, they'll find something. They I wanted Kyrie. But, but the uh, Nets owner wasn't going to do that. The Nets wasn't going to do that. So, Kyrie goes to Dallas. How also, does I guess the second biggest news of the uh, yeah. that we have. How does does Kyrie and Luca do they jive? I see. I don't know. I don't. That's the thing. I think Luca can probably play with anybody. Yeah. Um. And I think I told you this yesterday because I saw this on the internet that Luca was uh, leads the league in first quarter points and yeah. Kyrie leads him in the fourth. Which is good. In the fourth. I mean, Luca probably wears down quite a bit. Yeah, because I mean, he had, he had to do everything. I mean, he had. I mean, yep. he lost Jalen Brunson this past year, and who went to the Knicks? Speaking of the Knicks, did you see that Knicks seventy sixers game on Saturday or, or Friday or Saturday of last week? Saturday, I one could. of the best game, one of the best games of the year. Just twenty one Knicks down twenty one points and just come back like Julius Randle and uh, Jalen Brunson just fun to watch. I loved that game. I watched all but like maybe about five minutes of that game. Fantastic game. But you know, going back to the Mavs, like Mavs were doing a lot of this with. He was having to rely on Spencer Dinwiddie, who got traded. Uh, he was in the trade. Um, and a little bit of uh, Dor- Dorian Finney-Smith, who's got traded also. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, optics, it looks okay. it looks like a good trade because that means a lot of pressure is getting taken off of Luka to go is out it, and score 40, 20, and 10. Is it akin to uh, having – uh, CP3 and Booker. It could be. You know. Now, now CP3 doesn't have to go out and score 25 points a game. No. Because he's very happy with getting 10 and 15. He has a down. He has a post player that he can count on as well. Also, they've got Aiton, too, who is right. – who, who, if he wants to, he can be an all-star. Yeah. Uh, yes. If he wants to. Uh, he's got to stay healthy. But, I mean I, – I think you're right. I think, you know – It could work. Luka can – Probably be spared a little bit more, maybe rested Look, a little bit playing, more. He's I don't know what his minutes are, but I'm pretty sure I would bet he's up at the top yeah. of the league. I'd I'd spare him a little bit more, and then if you have a a very rested Kyrie and Luca in the fourth quarter, it could be dangerous. If they can gel together, it's going to be dangerous. And the Mavs are sitting there in the sixth spot right now, and they were in the, the three spot. Yeah, I think so the Kings got that now. You get yeah, the Kings are playing well. Uh, Kings will f- will fade a little bit because they're so young. Yeah, but look, but they're going to make the playoffs, and that's going to be the first time in, I think, 19 years. Yeah, and they're, they're, they've got some great players. <laughs> a lot great of young really young players. talent. A lot but of really young talent. They'll fade a little bit, but uh, and that's where the Mavs have a good chance. They may even end up number two. Yeah, I don't I, think anybody's going to overtake the Nuggets. No, but. they're they're dominant. They're they're dominant for the West. Yeah, look, well, you Very can't so. you can't look. Jokic is a different is a different beast. He can go out and get you 20, 20. And ten and fifteen, if he wanted to. Yeah, like he he's done he's done what forty tw- like forty twenty five and twenty this mm. year. He's done a forty twenty twenty. Like that's unreal. Twenty assists, for twenty a rebounds for, for a, a center. center, for a center. Like yes, when you, if you look at his betting odds every night, like and I do it because I mean I, if I want easy bets, I go to I go, I go to Jokic and his prop bets because. If I want to bet twelve rebounds. It's, I mean, it's it's high odds, but if I want to put it in a parlay, I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to put twenty ten and ten, and I'm I'm more than likely going to get it every game. Oh yeah, yeah. he's a walking triple double, and that is unreal. Like it, I mean, we had the Westbrook, who was a walking triple double. Yep, it's un it's unbelievable that Jokic does it. Yeah, and he does it night in night out. Uh, obviously, we can't uh, discount Golden State uh, just because of their ability to win, but I think they may have hit the. Gonna be I think they're going to hit a wall. Going to be without Steph through February. Yeah, that's they're going to hit a wall for a little bit. And Steph is great. Steph is great, but uh, but if they get in the playoffs, yeah, I mean, it's, there's look out. Um, and then obviously the the top team in the league is Boston. You know, every time you think, okay, well, you know, this this three man game, two man game, that kind of thing, but they play so well together, they remind you of a, more of a team than just about anybody does. And to be able to do this and to be on another coach after being first year with that guy, uh, I'm telling you, I'm still saying, <laughs> I'm still saying that that uh, that the Celtics have the best front office. 
there's not a question about it. Brad Stevens is amazing. Like, there's not a question. About, look, look at what they've got. I mean, you've got superstar Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown can be a superstar. You had defensive player of the year last year with Marcus Smart. You also had his teammate Robert Williams, who could, if he doesn't get hurt in the last month of the season, he might win the defensive player yeah. of the year. Uh, Al Horford comes off the bench plays well. Grant Williams plays – I mean, uh, he's a hell of a role player. Derek Williams, who starts some games, came from the Spurs last year in a trade. He right. comes off and hits huge, uh, big threes uh, every game. They have – they don't have superstars up and down that lineup, like, you know, like a big three or a big four. Right, right. Tatum leads them, but – so damn well together. Yep. You cannot – I. I hate the Boston Celtics. That that's me growing <laughs> up a Laker fan. Right. Like I grew up a Laker fan. I cannot stand the Boston Celtics. And Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are they're it's 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 literally like watching somebody like it, it's 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 art. They're yeah. they're incredible. It's they remind me of the Spurs teams. They're unreal, man. And and I, I still think the Boston Celtics try to make a trade. And, Why not? And, and and I don't think it's, and I don't think it's going to be something like a major major superstar. But you could see somebody that's a big time role player or like a six man come in and them you know trade away a pick or two and just add that to the piece or add that to the puzzle that mm-hmm. piece to the puzzle. And and look if they if they add one more piece, there's not any team in the NBA that can beat them in a seven game series. I don't think so. I mean, uh, it's, it's, they proved that last year, and I thought it was a bit of a fluke that Golden State beat them in the finals. It was the, it's the dynasty. It's it was the, it's, it was the dynasty yeah. thing splashing all over the place. But uh, but this this may be the Celtics' year to get right back there. Yep, and then retake the uh, NBA Championship League. Uh, yep. They would move back to yeah because them and the Lakers are currently tied. I think it's seventeen. Yes, I believe it is seventeen. And yeah. They get 18 this year. But I, I feel like – I mean, I think right now they're the odds-on favorite. I, I, it would be stupid if they weren't. Um, but, obviously, it's it's the it's the playoffs. Anything could happen. We got a few months left. Oh, yeah. Uh, like, so, I mean, yeah. who knows what can happen. Playoffs don't start till April. Uh, so, uh, anything could happen at any time. Um, so, you know, we could be talking about any t- – you know, the Nuggets – like, hell, the Nuggets could lose in the first round. You know? It's the, true. The West is so wide open – but the East, East is tough too. So if you can get to the championship out of the East, because I mean you're going to have to beat the Bucks, mm-hmm. you're going to have to beat the Sixers in a six, seven game series, you're going to have to, well, not the Nets anymore. I'm not really worried about yeah. them anymore. Yeah. Um, but Knicks, I mean, Knicks may be a, a player as well. They're sitting there at the seven, I think, uh, right now. Cavs, you know, the Cavs are a team that could be scary in a playoff. Because I mean, if you have a, if you have a healthy. Darius Garland and a healthy Donovan Mitchell, along with Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, who's playing really well. And then Isaac Okoro is good right now for the you know another role player for them. Look, they're tough. They, and then they're they have Seti Osman who comes off the bench and who just splashes threes all the mm. time. Look, they could be. I mean, they could be very dangerous in a, in a playoff. The only thing for them is they just don't want to be matched up in a uh, with the Celtics yeah. in in a second round game. You know, they you don't want that, but. God, man, the East is so tough. That like my the you know the team I root for right now is sitting there in twelve, and I think they are like one game under five hundred. But I mean, they're so close to making that push it's through. True. That's true. It's just this man. Like it's a tough. It's a East is tough, and and, and we haven't had that. You know, it, it usually isn't like that. It's always the West being the toughest mm-hmm. uh, conference, and the East is just they've got all the superstars right now. I mean, outside of you know LeBron and Jokic and and Ja, yeah. but I mean, and I mean, well, Luca, Luca's might be the best player in the league, but he's best scorer. But I mean, you can't. I mean, these are some powerful teams over there in the East. I mean, they just got more talent up and down their line, uh, up and down these lineups. It's a juggernaut. Miami, another one that could yeah. could make a run because yeah. I mean they got they and don't they have did any last superstars. Year. They have no superstars, but they have a bunch of guys that would start on every team. Just very good team. I mean, Bam, Tyler Hero, uh, Kyle Lowry, <laughs> all those guys could just make a run at any time. The NBA is easy stuff, and I would not want to be a part of it. Yeah, I hear you. Got anything to rant on or mm-hmm. anything thinking about? Uh, Honestly, no, because I wasn't really – this week I was – you know, we, we talked about the Super Bowl. Um, 
We had the uh, ice storm last week, which prevented us from doing anything. I haven't really got mad about anything sports-wise. <laughs> True. Uh, in the past couple of weeks. Uh, every Outside of, you know, we, the only thing that I had any kind of rant about was the Grizzlies, and we, we kind of covered that uh, yeah. a few minutes ago. But Dylan Brooks has to shut up, or, or they got to get rid of him. Because, like, look, I know there's a lot of people around here not me, but there are a lot of people around here that are big Grizzly fans, and they they ride or die with the Grizzlies. But, and I'm going to continue saying it. They got they got a mouth problem. They need to shut up and play basketball. They're they're too good to be losing six out of seven games or two two eight out of ten. Yeah, eight out of they're ten. They're too good to be doing that. I mean, mm-hmm. you were tied for first in the West, and then you've just fallen off the map. Uh, and and you're still in second, but I mean, you were literally fading. And you yeah. just got to fix it. Like they're and Jaws got to calm his boys down too. It does. Like it's just it, it's the whole team. They got to figure. Hey, look, you don't have to be a tough guy. You don't have to. You don't have to take on the persona of grit and grind. That's a that's a whole different team. Yeah, they're not a grit and grind team. No, they're your not. best player is John ja Morant. He yes. ain't a grit and grind guy. No, no. Just no. go out and and beat the hell out of teams. Score outscore them. Jump all over people. You know, like. But shut up! You don't have you ain't tough. Just because you say you from Memphis, <laughs> don't mean you from Memphis. <laughs> uh, shit! Memphis has enough issues. Like you don't need going look, on for yeah, that. Look, Memphis is Memphis. That's right. But you ain't got to act like you from Memphis if you play for the Grizzlies. No, just go out and do what you do. Like for years, the Grizzlies were a pretty good basketball team, and they've got a really good basketball team if they just shut their shut the hell up. Yep. Yep. I, you, ain't, I you ain't the bad boys. No, it's it's not the bad boys, and they they need to get back to to playing like they have been. And I know they got to get some people healthy, and but that, they've got to make some trades, without a doubt. Um, we're gonna, t- I guess, see next uh, next week. We'll talk Super Bowl winner. Uh, then we'll really get into some college basketball as well. We are nine days away from college baseball starting up, That's which right. I'm a huge fan of. Um, so I'll be giving weekly reports of uh, college baseball. Uh, but, yeah, February 17th, we're nine days away, ready to roll. And we're very, very close for pitchers and catchers reporting. That's next week. God, yes. That's next week. So, down in spring training, either in Arizona or in Florida, pitchers and catchers will be showing up. And we'll be able to talk a little MLB as well. This has been the Weeks in the Pope podcast. Everybody have a good one.